Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the You Can Do It Too podcast by Mamba Inspire. I am Mamadou Balde. I'm your host. The purpose of this podcast is to both showcase black excellence and increase awareness of the multitude of career possibilities out there for up-and-coming black professionals. This podcast will assist in breaking stigmas, barriers, and helping black students believe that they are smart enough to be future doctors, engineers, educators, and entrepreneurs. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Mamba Inspire You Can Do It Too podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Summer Flowers. Thank you so much for giving us your time, Summer. Of course, anytime. Great, great. Let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, this is the part I struggle with the most, um, <laughs> but let's see. I am from New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Moved to California when I was about eight, so third grade-ish. Mm-hmm. They noticed my accent, so I had to adjust that. So I'm, I'm pretty used to kind of adjusting um, adapt, adapt, adaptability, right? Uh-huh. Um, but it was Northern Cal, so Bay Area. Moved around there a little bit. Uh-huh. And then when it came to high school graduation, graduated in California, came back to Louisiana for uh, college. So I went to Xavier, um, did a double major there. So they have a program. I did mm-hmm. physics, and then you go off to engineering school. I went to LSU for civil engineering. Mm-hmm. And... Um, now I'm here. So my first engineering internship was actually ExxonMobil before I did a few REUs, some physics research mm-hmm. experiences, which was great, um, but it's not really tangible because mm-hmm. you can get like 10 years down in the physics career and realize your research is like done. Wow. So I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so um, yeah, now I'm here, ExxonMobil, maybe what, a year and a half now? I'm brand new. I'm pretty much just the old intern. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So you grew up in Louisiana. Uh, For them, eh, it depends on who you ask. My family would be like, ah, oh, she didn't grow up in Louisiana. Uh, She's from California. And yeah. California people would be like, ah, oh, you're not from California. You're from Louisiana. Yeah. So, yeah. 50, okay. 50. So I'm sure, like, uh, you grew up in a lot of family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know. It kind of depends. Um, I would say, like, I have friends that I consider family. So mm-hmm. my family was pretty far when I was in California, but I went down for the first five years, almost like every summer and mm-hmm. stayed down there. Um, but definitely my family is amazing. Like they supported me from a distance, which was mm-hmm. how they did that. I don't know, but um, right. always the emotional support that I needed. Great. How, how was growing up uh, in Louisiana, California? How was growing up? What were some challenges you faced um, mm. as an African-American? Yeah. So California, right off the bat, I wouldn't say it was more of a discriminatory kind of situation, but there were some, um, I think, perceptions or assumptions. Mm -hmm. So I remember specifically in third grade, I noticed, I was like, hey, there were these reading groups, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the yellow, the green, and the red, I guess, one, two, three. And I I hadn't been there for a minute, but I think she assumed, though, she's from the South, so maybe, I don't know, but she put me in the, the slower reading group, which mm-hmm. didn't really match with all the test scores. I mean, I was like, oh, I know I can read past the, this is blue, and then mm-hmm. three words per page, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of overcoming that. And like I said, I, I think if you were to ask my family back home, does she have like a thick accent? No, but mm-hmm. in California, they perceive that as something different. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they perceive that with intelligence or not, but kind of overcoming and proving that, hey, you know, I need to be challenged and I need to, like, put me to work, wow. challenge me and, um, you know, give me some hard stuff. Once you get over that, um, 
the only thing that was challenging outside of that was, and it was a good challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So California, you have so much diversity. Mm -hmm. Louisiana, it's, diversity is different. Mm -hmm. You think black, white diversity. In California, mm -hmm. you have this like gumbo of diversity. You have all different types of Asian cultures, wow, Indian cultures. I didn't know that. Yeah, and, it, and I'm glad that I got exposed to that at a young age because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, this is way bigger than diversity, black, mm -hmm. white. It's like, Everything. it's like really, you know, a yeah. whole spectrum of diversity. So that was a good challenge um, that really, I think, it kind of shapes how I perceive people to this day. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So growing up at home uh, with your family, was education an expectation or a privilege? Was this something that uh, you had to go get an education? Yeah, my mom, yeah, I would say so, but my mom was kind of a silent leader parent. Uh -huh. it w I think it was silently expected, like, yeah, you're going to yeah. go to college. Yeah. She didn't even like, hey, you know, make sure you are doing all this. Um, but yeah, it's expected uh -huh. in a way. Yeah. There, were there a lot of people who had degrees in your family and stuff like that? Honestly, no. So there is, is college degrees or? Mm, college degrees, <laughs> higher education. Yeah, so there's my mom and her cousin, her first cousin. Okay. They both have degrees. And this is family I know because my family's all over the place. Apparently, I don't know half of them, mm -hmm. but they're all over. Um, my mom and her cousin, they both have masters. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, um, there might be some vocational degrees, mm -hmm. um, but it kind of started there for me, which is amazing, right? Because just off of that alone, my perception was, yeah, I'm going to college. Mm -hmm. I didn't need everybody to have a degree for me to think that. It was just like, okay, my mom's doing that, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. I'm, you know, I'm going to go get a degree. So you grew up in a single fam yes, parent single family. family home? How, She's how, amazing, by the way. Yes. Oh, man. How hard was that? But did you feel like there was anything you were missing? the fact that you didn't have a... That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I think maybe I have a non, I guess, expected view on. Mm -hmm. I don't think a kid really knows what they're missing. I mean, of course, you know something's different. Mm -hmm. But once again, my mom is amazing. She's yeah. like super mom, right? Um, but you don't really know what you're missing until you're told that you're missing it. Yeah. So it's not until you grow up and you started watching TVs and you're like, hey, these people on TV got two parents. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Um, until you go to school and you're in like fourth, fifth grade and you're like, this kid is getting picked up by like two people mm -hmm. on alternating basis. Like that's different. Mm -hmm. um, so it's one of those things where you, I didn't let it define me because I, one, I didn't know that it should. Yeah. Um, and then when I realized there was a difference, it was just like, okay, that's different. But She's doing such a good job. I didn't feel anything. Yeah, I didn't right like I was missing anything. But I know that I was fortunate because yeah. it's not the same for everybody. For everybody, that's great. So you decided to go to Xavier for your undergrad year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did you always wanted to stay close to home or why? Why Xavier? Yeah. Why Xavier? So there are like maybe three reasons, right? Mm -hmm. One, California schools are expensive. Mm -hmm. So not only was I in the mindset at a very young age that I was gonna go to college, um, mm -hmm. my mom was like, look, I'm paying my student loans right now. Like, you gotta get scholarship to go to school because there's mm -hmm. no way. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't take it as any way. I just thought, hey, that's what it is. So mm -hmm. it was what school gave me the most money. Mm -hmm. um, the family part, 
that was just like a bonus. I didn't, exp I didn't know all my life that I would be going back home for college. It was just like, wow, I get to go back home after being in California for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a plus. So one, California school is too expensive. Xavier was like, hey, here's this full ride. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no okay, brainer, yeah. right? Then it was a HBCU, which was really nice. Um, and, and having the HBCU foundation before I went to LSU, I mm -hmm. think really helped how that dynamic works. I don't understand, but mm -hmm. it was such an amazing foundation point for me. Mm -hmm. And when I got to LSU, it was just like, it was a breeze. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you're necessarily young, and I'm sure you live through the boom of media that's happening yeah, right now. Man. So there are so many, there are so many students right now, young African American male and female right now, especially yeah. in inner cities, only find role models. People who do not have fathers at home, or yeah. or sometimes all parents at home, find role models in what they see in TV. Right? Mm -hmm. Everybody wanna be the next yeah. NBA star, <laughs> NFL star, yeah. Yeah, rapper, singer. And uh, you can't find even the people that are ahead of their peer who are smart enough to do science major ro mm -hmm. are running away from that because they either think it's not cool or it's not something for right. them. Why do you think? It, why do you think is the reason for that? I really, I don't know. I think science is cool. I don't know. I think yeah. I think it's cool. I think how it's perceived is really a part of it is a personal thing that people innately have. Mm. People are innately going to be attracted to yeah. technology or they're not. Yeah. But then for the ones that aren't, they don't have that mm -hmm. that that gut passion yeah. for it. Because um, I didn't. I don't think I yeah. was like super uh, passionate. Yeah. How about, did you manage to focus on... on That's a great question. Yeah. And I wonder, I, I think about this all the time because if you would have told me in like sophomore year of high school that I would be majoring in engineering, I would have been like, eh, are you sure? Mm -hmm. But it came down to process of elimination and what I was good at. Mm -hmm. I had, I mean, math is logic, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty practical mind to a fault sometimes, but finding somebody's strength. So if you see a young, younger kid mm -hmm. that says, eh, engineering is probably not for me, which is exactly what I thought. I never vocalized it, but I thought, eh, that's, that's, that's more than stuff. Because mm -hmm. I thought it was just, honestly really didn't know what an engineer was. Mm -hmm. So if you can educate that younger group, what does an engineer do? And people think, oh, math, they just do math. Mm -hmm. Not true. I mean, the courses you take, yeah, there's yeah. some math in it. But even past a certain point, you're not taking math classes mm -hmm. anymore. Of course. <laughs> you're just solving problems, and yeah. a lot of people like to solve problems. Yes. So if you just target what an engineer does in a different way, mm -hmm. you capture a whole other audience, right? Yeah. I feel like if you could get camps in, in these schools where people have like problem solving exercises. Right. Not focusing so yeah, much on, on the, the map. Because I don't know which engineer right now who focuses on map. It's you. all assumptions. <laughs> it is. There's nothing that is Can exact. You put this number. piece together and make it fit and work yeah. in a creative way. Yeah. That is crazy. So you, you spoke about uh, many people do not have. Uh, so we spoke about many people do not have role models at home, right, and, and yeah. stuff like that. So for many of us students, uh, many people like us who are a little bit far ahead mm -hmm. uh, in our competition when we are in high school, right? Mm -hmm. We are put in higher classes with right. everybody else. Yes, we do not have role models, but we still perform a little bit better. So uh, when we come back home with good grace, our parents tell us, ah, you're going to be the one, you're uh -huh. going to be the one to go out there and help our family and all of that. 
yes, we get motivated, then we go to college, then and everybody's good. Then we find that everybody's good, but yeah. also only few people look like us in some schools. That is true. In some schools. What and are why? some what, what are some advice for you like what do you think students who are in that case should focus on and still keep that confidence that they can be the best? That is amazing, yeah. That's a good insight, right? Um, so it's weird. So I'm in Louisiana, I'm yeah. young, zero to seven years old, right? Yeah. And I'm around people, and even though my mom put me in a better school district, mm -hmm. the, the, what do you call it? The, um, uh, I don't know, but the the race ratio, mm -hmm. you know the word I'm talking about, yeah. but I can't think of it, is black and white pri mm -hmm. primarily, but there's still people that look like me. Yeah. I get to California, there's a lot more people that don't look like me. Yeah. I, I kid you not, when I moved to California, I didn't realize dark skin was a thing because there's a lot of dark skin people in Louisiana. I was like, yeah. I'm just regular skin. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? I'm <laughs> And then you get there and you realize there's so many people that don't look like you. So mm. that was an advantage to me, but it was a culture shock. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like, whoa, I don't, like, it made you want to perform better. Mm -hmm. But you're also intimidated and you put more pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. So if I try to apply that to those people that are going into college and for the first time experiencing mm -hmm. that, I would say put the pressure on yourself. Because mm -hmm. in my opinion, everybody should. Mm -hmm. But if you make a mistake, just learn from it. Don't. I know a lot of people that will beat themselves up, mm -hmm. and when they look like us in a situation like that, they beat themselves up even more. Mm -hmm. So beat yourself up a little bit, sure. Fix it. Move on to the next thing. But the more you keep, the more you you, you do that too much, mm -hmm. it, it's not good. You're hurting yourself. Your mental health is just gonna yeah. go out the window. Elijah White, uh, the vice president, ex vice president mm -hmm. of Stream, he had a great insight on on this. The fact that. Yes, uh, he started here around 1980. When he started, he said he was the only African-American geologist and everybody in his building knew him, right? But he didn't see that as, oh, uh, I'm him. the only one. But he <laughs> saw that as, okay, there are so many eyes on me and these eyes are gonna tell me what I do wrong and I exactly. learn from their mistake and keep moving, so. Mistakes are like the best thing in yeah, the world, too. Use it, you, use it in your exactly. advantage in a way. Great. So, you started here at ExxonMobil uh, mm -hmm. a year ago. Yeah, I'm new. I'm a baby, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm me and you yeah. are in the same CL. Once you start, <laughs> we're in the same boat. Yes, man. But what are some cool experiences that you already have uh, working here? Okay. So I start I start with ExxonMobil. Mm -hmm. um, and my life is, like, full of great timing. I, I It's nothing but God. But mm. I start here. I get put on this project. Mm -hmm. um, as a cost engineer, mm -hmm. I do that assignment. Eight months in, they say, hey, what do you think about controls? So I'm like, yeah. So all of a sudden, I get to experience two roles in the time that, and that's with everything going on, that's that's really the, the new way they're doing things, I mm -hmm. think. But if I would have started maybe two years ago, I probably would have been in that same role for about two years, wow. three years. So I got to experience two different things. And what I'm liking about controls mm. that I've had the opportunity to, opportunity to experience quicker than some people mm -hmm. is that you're literally putting out fires mm -hmm. the, the theoretical fire mm -hmm. you know fires but it's something new that i'm chasing almost each day mm -hmm. and i haven't even gone to site yet wow. so once i go to site it's going to be even more um and it's it's more stressful i will say but you learn 
the um, yeah. agility of the you business. You learn under pressure. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I don't know, under pressure work is so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to have it when you it's there. You don't want to have it when it's, it's there. Like, wow, when you finish, it's like, wow, I'm glad I went through this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. So many people talk about that uh, this oil and gas industry is something worth being part of. Mm -hmm. Why do you think make this industry an industry worth being part of? I think if you like to... And I'm a civil, so, so I'm civil. I mm -hmm. never thought I would be in oil and gas, by the way. Um, but I am, and I love it. And I think I love it because I'm in projects. Mm -hmm. um, and the cool thing about projects is if you want to explore the world, you have the opportunity to do that mm -hmm. and also come back. So you yes, can right. explore, come back, explore, come back. Um, and with exploring different parts of the world, mm -hmm. even if, let's say, let's say I get to, I'm not even physically going all mm -hmm. the time, mm -hmm. but I'm in contact with people who are in different parts. Yes, ma'am. So I'm understanding what, how our industry is impacted or be impacting the world in different parts of the globe, okay. which is really cool. And especially when it comes to oil and gas, because it is such a hot topic. And I'm always curious from an environmental standpoint, like, what is really going on here mm -hmm. um so you you know if you really are interested in that you can take a peek into are we impacting positively really mm -hmm. or are we impacting negatively in some areas um and piecing that all together to see how you play a role in all that yes, that's pretty cool to me that's amazing that's amazing so do you have any advice for that young you right now huh. <laughs> Louisiana, California, who, who really do not know at this moment that this is a life that she can have. Yeah. And what are some advice about pushing her toward, motivating her toward science and stuff like that? I would say, what, little summer? Let's see, little summer. Um, I definitely can say I didn't think I would be here as quick um, at the level of, and I don't measure success by money, but I'm at a place where I am happy to go. I mean, there's days where you don't want to go to work in mm -hmm. Monday, right? But yeah. I'm in a place where I'm happy to go to work because mm -hmm. I've always been told, oh, you got to go to work and you're probably not going to like it. Yeah. Nope, that's not the case. Um, I'm financially stable and I'm at peace with the things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I would say to little me that, yep, you. I never doubted what limits were. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, yeah, you're right. Don't ever continue not to doubt what you can do. Mm -hmm. But I would also say, did, you know, you could probably spend less time on the weekends playing video games. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I read a lot, but as far as, like, some of this technical stuff, I feel like, I don't know, I don't even know if it was, like, readily available. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, probably get engaged in some more of the coding aspect of things. Mm. And some, some technical acumen that I could have built early on. Mm. Maybe an extra skill or two that I could have acquired. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Uh, is there anything else you want the audience to know? Mama uh, um, Do is amazing uh. for putting <laughs> this together. You, I don't know, even Thank know you. how many interviews you've gotten, but uh, I know I don't know too many people that have done a podcast. I don't know mm -hmm. how common that is, but that's impressive to yeah. me. Um, so congrats I hope yeah I feel like one of the reason one one of the issue here is the fact that there are so many students out there yes in in our mind we never we, we were never told that impossible is nothing right mm -hmm. but the fact that we do not see 
people yeah. uh, who are doing things, people who are entrepreneurs, people who are doctors who look like us. Yeah. Right? We, we never think that those are opportunities for us in each sense, right? That's true. For example, if you think about it, like me, when I walk in in an office, <laughs> a, a doctor office, you, yeah. you, you, a African American doctor come in, you like what? You say, wow, <laughs> right. a, you notice it, right? But if it's a, somebody else, you say, ah, oh, that, you, you don't notice as much, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, That's so, true. So, so it's crazy. I feel like it's important to for a young African-American male and female to know that these, these options are options for them and they can be whoever they want in this yeah, world. Yeah, you can. With I no mean, limits. Even when you get here, I mean, it's kind of intimidating, right? Because, I mean, this campus is amazing because mm -hmm. it's way, I thought it was going to be like a bunch of old people and gray mm -hmm. suits. It's different. Um, and it's also intimidating. You come in here and can't quite, I'm, I'm really goofy. Mm -hmm. um, I could be really like, yeah, I'm just all over the place sometimes, but you kind of have to tone some of that down a yeah. little bit. And it's intimidating at first, but you start to get more comfortable and you see yeah. other people. Like I said, I have a group of people that I hang out with, mm -hmm. look like me, outside of work. You get your comfort zone and you can kind of navigate a little bit more. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah, one thing I always talk about with my friends is that Yes, we may not have parents who, who had everything we needed, yeah. right? We, we may not have our own room growing up. We may only have a bed space, mm -hmm. sometimes even not a bed. Yes, if we fail, we don't have a place to go back to and stuff like that. But one thing we have that many people have is that growing up, we've, we have so many battles that we had to battle. Exactly. And one thing we have, one thing we are able to do is understanding our why, our purpose. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you understand your why and purpose on. is something that you own and no one can take away from you and no one can and if you don't if you don't know that you can't just up and get that yeah purpose you yeah and yeah. no matter what battle no matter what challenges you are facing you'll always find a way to go because it's not about you anymore yeah it's about everything else you want <laughs> exactly yeah i think we definitely have um, more tools in our toolkit to deal with some of the adversity that is mm -hmm. faced. But you are, yeah, definitely, and you have to get out your way. You have mm -hmm. to, you have to get out your way and decide. Nobody else, whatever, yeah. whatever is around me, I can control that, and I won't let that control me. I'll just control what I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is so amazing meeting you. Thank you yeah, so much thank for you. giving us I'm your sorry, time. I know it was scheduled like two times. Like, man, this boy gonna be like, I am not meeting with <laughs> no, you. No, this was amazing. Okay, this was great. amazing. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mamba Inspire You Can Do It Too podcast. We have another special guest next episode. Make sure you subscribe to our channel to stay up to date. Our YouTube channel, we have a Twitter and Instagram for updates. Look up Mamba Inspire. Peace.